Hello, good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Thunderbird Eye, your weekly update on UBC Varsity Athletics, right here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. I'm Jason Wang. Let's begin with this past week's results in the CIS Men's Basketball Championship. The Thunderbirds, as the host team for this tournament, took on the nation's best basketball teams from across the country, and the Thunderbirds came away with a fifth-place result, uh, winning last week, uh, Saturday, uh, 93-76 over the Ottawa GGs. And in this fifth-place game, the Thunderbirds uh, led the whole way, wire-to-wire, able to hang on to a second-half lead and win the fourth quarter as well by eight points to ultimately... Uh, take the fifth-place game by that 93-76 score. The Thunderbirds had a leading scoring performance from Connor Morgan, uh, their forward, who shot the ball brilliantly, a 9-for-15 shooting from the field, making one three-pointer as well, adding eight rebounds uh, for both the scoring team lead and the rebounding team lead. Uh, Connor Morgan having a great game last Saturday to help the Thunderbirds beat the University of Ottawa for the fifth place uh, deciding game. Uh, the Thunderbirds uh, advanced to that fifth place game with their Constellation semifinal victory over McGill University Redmen. Uh, the Friday night before last week, the Thunderbirds narrowly edged out McGill 69-68 in that game. McGill surged with a late fourth quarter comeback but fell just one point short uh, the Redmen outscored the Thunderbirds 22-11 to in the fourth quarter and came up just that one marginal point short of tying the game at the final buzzer. The Thunderbirds uh, led in scoring in that game by David Wagner, their fifth-year graduating post-forward. He shot 9 of 12 from the field, uh, adding six rebounds as well for both the scoring team high and the rebounding team high in this game. The Thunderbirds had a uh, halftime lead of uh, uh, f- uh, 43 to 27, but McGill slowly chipped away at the Thunderbirds' advantage, outscoring UBC 19 to 15 in the third quarter, and then a massive fourth quarter comeback effort, just falling one point short there from McGill. Uh, McGill and had a, a sh- two players sharing the team high scoring for them. Dele Ogendoken and Jenning Leung uh, combined for 30 points in that uh, Constellation semifinal for the Redmen. And more uh, impressively from their guard, Jenning Leung, uh, he shot four of eight uh, from three-pointers, and he hit three three three-pointers in a row late in the fourth quarter that was instrumental in getting the Redmen chance at... uh, taking that uh, come-from-behind effort. And the Redmen also had last possession to end regulation time. They shot a three-pointer with Daniel Piper uh, trailing by that uh, one-point margin. Had that shot gone in from Piper, they would have won the game, but it just rimmed out of the basket, and the Thunderbirds were able to hang on to win just by one. And, of course, uh, that consolation semifinal game was set up by the Thunderbirds' quarterfinal defeat to the Ryerson University Rams uh, last week, Thursday night. Uh, This was the Thunderbirds' uh, highest home crowd attendance in their program history. Of course, this basketball 
tournament being hosted at the Doug Mitchell Thunderbirds Sports Center gave that opportunity, and the Thunderbirds had an attendance of 4,750 to set a new school record. Of course, this won't be matched ever at War Memorial Gymnasium. Uh, the War Gym just uh, not enough capacity to hold that many fans, but this CIS Championship Tournament being hosted at the Doug Mitchell Thunderbird Sports Center set up uh, this chance for UBC to give themselves the biggest home crowd support they've ever had. And narrowly, this came down to an overtime result with Ryerson winning by eight, 109 to 101. Thunderbirds had led this game almost from wire to wire. A first quarter lead of eight points, 26-18. They went into halftime still leading uh, by four, uh, 47 to 43. And the Thunderbirds added three more points to the lead in the third quarter, their highest scoring quarter of the game, in which they scored 29 points to Ryerson's 25. That gave them a seven-point margin going into the fourth quarter, but Ryerson uh, would come back in the fourth quarter to outscore the Thunderbirds 22-14, forcing overtime, and in OT, the Rams uh, just had the last little bit of energy outscoring UBC in the extra session, 19-11, to to pull out the victory, come from behind. Thunderbirds had their leading scoring from their star shooting guard, Jordan Jensen-White. He shot 8 of 18 from the field for a share of the game-high scoring 25 points. That was matched on the other side by Ryerson's uh, Attica, Peter McNeely, both players scoring 25 points respectively for their team. Uh, Attica, Peter McNeely shot 6 of 17 from the field and hit 9 of 11 free throws. The Thunderbirds actually uh, never let Ryerson have the lead in regulation time first quarter through the end of the fourth quarter. It wasn't until overtime that Ryerson took the lead for the only time they had in the game and did not look back from there. Uh, UBC had a lead of as much as 15 points in the second quarter, but Ryerson was able to bounce back from there and not let the Thunderbirds run away with the game earlier on in regulation time. Uh, also a very impressive scoring effort from the Thunderbirds uh, post-forward David Wagner in this quarterfinal game last week. He shot 9 of 13 from the field, adding uh, 4 rebounds and 22 points from him. So uh, probably the Thunderbirds' best player across all three games in this tournament was their only graduating player this season. Uh, Fifth-year uh, post-forward David Wagner will add up his scoring summary. And from the 22 points he scored on Thursday, uh, adding 21 on uh, Saturday, that's a total of 43 across two games. And we'll add also his total from the Saturday result uh, of 11 more points. So that's uh, 54 points across three games for an average of 18 points per game from David Wagner. Uh, his Thunderbirds teammate uh, teammates will be uh, sad to see him graduate from the team uh, after this season, but uh, he uh, did, didn't disappoint uh, playing his last three games for his UBC team 
with tremendous poise and perseverance, and he can uh, graduate uh, being very proud that he showed his some of his best game for his team in his final playoff appearance playing Thunderbirds basketball. So all in all, a uh, successful uh, hosting of the CIS Basketball Championship Tournament for UBC Athletics Men's Basketball Program in the championship final, uh, the Carleton University Ravens from Ottawa defeated the Calgary Dinos to win their sixth straight CIS championship banner. And in the bronze medal result, the Ryerson Rams uh, took the third place finish, beating the Dalhousie University Tigers. So that's the update on the basketball front here on Thunderbird Eye. We'll be back after a quick break and we'll bring you up to date on the CIS Women's Hockey Championship that also took place this past weekend. Stay tuned here. You're listening to 101.9 FM CITR. here on News 101. What motivated you to become a candidate in the provincial election? The media portrayal of last week's protest that resulted in polarizing images of black-clad activists taken to the streets. He was just explaining to us the reason why they wanted to show this film on campus. The official stance is that we are for the Olympics. News 101 reporter Brad Pepping was there. By discriminating against homeless people in Vancouver, there's a disproportionate impact on Aboriginal people as well as people with disabilities. I was pretty outraged. I mean, it's, it is outrageous. In-depth coverage from an alternative perspective. News 101 is Vancouver's only live, volunteer-produced student and community newscast, bringing you local, national, and international news from an alternative perspective. Tune in Mondays and Fridays at 5 p.m. right here on CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver. Live streaming and podcasts are available online at citr.ca. Old or New Testament? I think the New Testament. The question is, Pilot, remember Pilot from the New Testament? What's Pilot? He fiddled well. Yeah, no, well, just a minute. Let me ask the question, then you can give me the answer, okay? Did Pilot want Jesus to be crucified? Yep, uh, uh, Pontus Pilot washed his hands of it. So did he want him to be crucified? Yeah. No. 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 Well, tune in every Friday afternoon, 3.30 to the Nightwatch Show on Shania. Well, find a good church. It'll help you. When was the last time you had fun? Are you getting fat? Do you have any friends? Well, you can solve all of your problems with a little wreck. Or a big wreck. UBC Rec is the best way to get involved on campus and have new experiences. Continue your fun, active, and social lifestyle by joining a team or signing up for an event. More details at recreation.ubc.ca.
All right, welcome back here to CITR Studio One as we continue on with our weekly updates of UBC Varsity Athletics right here on CITR 101.9 FM. We'll get back into it with women's hockey. The Thunderbirds this past week competing at the CIS Women's Hockey Championship hosted by the Calgary by the University of Calgary. Uh, the Thunderbirds in the championship final uh, were matched up to the uh, Quebec Conference champion Montreal Ketterban and the Université de Montréal uh, really showed their dominant form, absolutely in control this game start to finish, winning a blowout result, 8-0 shutout victory over UBC to clinch the CIS Women's Hockey Championship. The Thunderbirds, however, with their uh, silver medal finish in this tournament, set a new best playoff results record in the history of UBC Women's Varsity Hockey. Uh, the Thunderbirds were uh, badly outmatched by the University of Montreal here in this game uh, last week Sunday with the Ketterban rookie sensation Alexandra Labelle scoring a hat trick. Uh, she scored the first two of Montreal's eight goals and added a third period goal as well to complete the hat trick. Uh, she also assisted on one Montreal goal as well as for a total of four points in this game with uh, Montreal's goaltender Marie-Pierre Chabot posting the shutout victory. 23 saves, a perfect goaltending performance from her. The uh, Thunderbirds, meanwhile, their goaltending was a bit disappointed in their effort in this game. Uh, Danielle Dubé started in this game but uh, allowed five goals on 10 shots and was replaced uh, midway through the second period by Samantha Langford, who would uh, have uh, three more goals against uh, after she entered the game as well. But the uh, Ketterban going away as the CIS champion with their championship win 8-0 over UBC. Uh, the Thunderbirds, however, uh, will be quite proud still with all of their accomplishments that they achieved this past season. In particular, in the playoffs, they won back-to-back uh, -back rounds of best-of-three series in the Canada West Conference playoffs that they hosted on home ice. Uh, first, in the semifinal series, they defeated the Regina Cougars in three games, then followed up that uh, series with another uh, best-of-three series that went the distance all three games in which they defeated the Manit University of Manitoba Bisons uh, two games to one as well. So we'll give you the uh, results of the two previous games the Thunderbirds played at the CIS Championship this past week. In their semi-final matchup against the McGill-Martlets, the Thunderbirds had in their uh, quarterfinal win over the McGill-Martlets, pardon me, last week Thursday, Thunderbirds scored twice with Kathleen Cahoon to post a 4-2 victory. Uh, Cahoon was very instrumental in this game, uh, not only with the two goals, but uh, she went on to also assist on Logan Boyd's goal as well. Uh, that turned out to be the eventual game-winning goal. Uh, Cahoon with two goals and assists and this 4-2 uh, quarterfinal win over McGill last week Thursday. And that victory propelled the Thunderbirds into the semifinal round where they were matched up against the number one ranked team in this tournament, the Guelph University Griffins. Thunderbirds and the Griffins battled in what would have been the uh, most hard-fought game of this entire tournament between any two teams. This game went 
the regulation 60 minutes and could not produce a winner with a 1-1 tie and they went to overtime 10 minutes sudden death still no scoring and ultimately the tie break was a shootout that went eight rounds so five rounds extra of shooters after the three rounds produced a 1-1 tie uh, first of all we'll give you the uh, scoring summary in regulation time Guelph Griffins opened the scoring with a first period power play goal by Caitlin Lowy uh, there was no scoring in the second period. The Thunderbirds equalized finally midway through the third period on the power play of their own. Defenseman Kelly Murray scored with an assist by Kathleen Cahoon. So Kathleen Cahoon in this tournament uh, scoring two goals and adding two assists in the three games combined as the Thunderbirds' best forward in the tournament. And in overtime, there was no scoring as well. This uh, tie break went to the shootout between the Griffins and the Thunderbirds. Uh, the first round of shooters had a, saw Caitlin Lowy scoring for Guelph. And in the second round, Kathleen Cahoon scored what would have been the, the nicest shootout goal of the tournament. A beautiful forehand deke to backhand move that slipped a backhand shot underneath the five hole of the Guelph Griffins goaltender. Valerie Lamenta. Uh, Lamenta was also uh, the CIS Women's Hockey Most Valuable Player for the season, so no small feat to make uh, MVP caliber goaltender uh, look bad on a shootout goal, but Kathleen Cahoon did that. Uh, the next five rounds of shooters between both teams uh, saw no goal scored. It turned into an absolute goaltender's battle in the shootout between Danielle Dubay for UBC and Valerie Lamenta for Guelph. Uh, all in all, Dubay stopped a 36 of 37 shots in regulation time plus overtime, and she stopped uh, 7 of 8 Guelph Griffins shooters in the shootout as well. Uh, for, and for Valerie Lamenta, uh, she stopped 31 of 32 UBC shots throughout regulation time plus overtime. And in the shootout rounds, she was able to stop six out of eight UBC shooters. But most importantly, she did not stop the eighth shooter, uh, Hanit Parhar, scoring the eighth round, extra round, deciding goal in the shootout with a very uh, brilliant uh, forehand to backhand deke that saw a backhand shot beat Valerie Lamenta finally with eight rounds of shootout. And that was uh, absolutely setting a new uh, playoff best result that from that semifinal victory, the Thunderbirds had at least guaranteed themselves a silver medal finish, which they would go on to clinch with their uh, championship final game uh, against Montreal the next day. So all in all, a, a very successful season for the UBC Thunderbirds women's hockey varsity team having achieved a new uh, program best playoff result silver medal finish at the CIS National Championships with uh, their two wins in three games, semi-final victory, quarter-final victory, and the defeat in the championship final to Montreal. And our congratulations, of course, go out to head coach uh, Graham Thomas for leading his team through this uh, playoff run. Uh, they played a total 
of nine games in their playoff drive, uh, winning six out of the nine. And bid farewell to their graduating players. We'll go through the list for you. That's uh, both goaltenders, Danielle Dubay and Samantha Langford. Also, uh, they will all graduate as well. Uh, their leading scorer, Rebecca Unrau. So uh, quite a bit of turnover in terms of new players going to join the team as well. And the Thunderbirds also graduate their team captain, uh, Kaylee Hay. So yeah, you could say uh, one of their, their uh, longest serving forward and defenseman between Kaylee Hay and Rebecca Unrau, plus both goaltenders, Samantha Langford and Danielle Dubay. The Thunderbirds will have uh, quite a bit of uh, new recruits and younger players stepping up to even more responsibility next season in the 2016-2017 season uh, next school year. So that does it for our recap of the Thunderbirds varsity teams that competed at the championships uh, for nationals this past week, uh, both men's basketball and women's hockey. We hope you were able to enjoy our CRTR sports coverage of all the UBC varsity team sports we've brought to you this past school year. It started with the football team, a very much a Cinderella surprise Vanya Cup championship team uh, that saw them upset the Calgary Dinos in the Canada West Conference playoffs, and they would go on to win the National CIS Championship final as well on a brilliant uh, late fourth quarter win. Uh, we saw a championship winning field goal at the dying seconds of the fourth quarter hit by kicker Quinn Van Gilswick to seal the Vanya Cup victory for the football Thunderbirds and they'll uh, look forward to next season uh, again they'll have their star quarterback Michael O'Connor at pivot uh, going for the first time in 40 years a uh, CIS Vanya Cup uh, championship defending season for the UBC Thunderbirds uh, football team so for our entire CITR sports team uh, this past season in the 2015-2016 school year, uh, on behalf of our uh, sports coordinator, Olamid Olanayan, our hockey analysts, uh, Tim Winter and Haley Collison, for our basketball analyst, Doug Richards, and for our volleyball analyst as well, Lenny Tabakman, I'm Jason Wang. We hope that you enjoyed our CITR sports broadcasting season. Uh, 2015-2016 school year and we will be back for another uh, thrilling season of varsity athletics uh, next school year starting September but for now that's good afternoon from me Jason Wang from CITR 101.9 FM Vancouver
Missing the warm summer nights, beaches, and bonfires? LFS First Year Committee is inviting all students to start the Easter long weekend right on March 24th with our bonfire theme party. At 9 p.m., come clad and plaid with your pals, eat fondue from our chocolate fountains, and dance the night away. UBC EDM Club will be dropping fiery mixes with some of their hottest DJs. Come check out our Facebook page for ticket information. You don't want to miss out, so grab your friends and join us for a night to remember at Bonfire. trying to break into the music scene? Do you know everything there is to know about touring, or does the thought of planning an entire tour fill you with stress? Well, we've got the solution for you. On March 29th and 30th at the Hilton Metrotown, the BC Touring Council, in partnership with the BC Arts Council, is presenting On the Road, Touring and Training Workshop for Aspiring and Emerging Artists. Dance, theater music, spoken word, and performance artists can learn about tour planning and prep, attending industry events and contact events, applying to showcases and festivals, negotiating with presenters, marketing, social media, and more. Check out bctouring.org to register now. The 8th Annual UBC Annual Celebrate Learning Week Showcase is coming. Join us from May 2nd to 6th as we honor and promote learning and development opportunities through open lectures, information sessions, workshops, and more. Most events are free and open to UBC faculty, staff, students, and the community. Submit your events to be a part of Celebrate Learning Week by March 31st. For more information, go to celebratelearning.ubc.ca. For children with life-threatening illnesses, joy can be a wonder drug. Children's Wish Foundation of Canada. We're dedicated to granting the heartfelt wishes of kids with life-threatening illnesses. For more than 30 years, Children's Wish has granted the most heartfelt wish of more than 23,000 kids in Canada. And this month, you can help. This March is Children's Wish Month in BC. Text the word Blue Wish to 80100 to instantly donate $5 towards funding a kid's wish. That's Blue Wish to 80100. You can also spread the word by tweeting about us at hashtag Children's Wish Month. Love ice cream? That helps too. This month, visit any Rain or Shine ice cream location and leave your change in one of their designated wish boxes. Three cent counts. Your contribution will be matched by Rain or Shine. Take a moment this month and bring joy to the life of a deserving child. For more information, visit www.childrenswish.ca. about bikes. Everything? Perfect. Nothing at all? Even better. At the UBC Bike Kitchen, you can use our space and tools to do your own bike maintenance.